0: Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural!
1: Welcome. My name is Sid Roth. Welcome to my world where it's naturally. Supernatural. My guest was abused as a child, unloved, went to, from uh, uh, foster home to foster home, uh, got into drugs, ended up in prison, uh, uh, got involved on the wrong end of the stick with the Mafia. They tried to kill her, and she bumped into the first one. That really loved her. Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah. And day after day, God drenched her in His love. It was like a coat, it was like layer of layer came off of her, and she became the person that God really created her to be. Her life reads like the book of Acts. Why not? She's normal. Normal is defined by the Bible. How many of you want to be drenched every day in God's love? Just two or three? How many? Okay. Uh, You know Karen, it is amazing that you survived. Any one of these things that happened to you is enough to, to sink anyone, but all of this, how did you manage such things as going to prison for drugs, uh, being poisoned by the Mafia, uh, 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 abused as a child, being in foster homes? How did you survive? You didn't know God. How, did you, how does someone do it? I mean, I don't see how you did it.
2: I believe that I was kept alive for a future purpose.
1: There was a destiny on your life. Okay. So she uh, has a son, she's a single parent, uh, she gets into real estate and she starts uh, uh, blessing her family and she, she sees that her brother gets a nice house. But then there was something irregular in the records. So she starts doing some detective work and it turns out that she found out a Mafia connection turns out the Mafia found out that she knew what was going on and was going to blow a whistle, so they start spying on her. Uh, What did they do to you?
2: Oh, I was poisoned and they wired our house and there were men that stood around the house and they drove me. Mafia works with fear. And it got to the point where I was sleeping with two loaded pistols in my pocket. My teeth just rattled day and night. I was a mess.
1: I don't know how you even functioned as a single parent, uh, uh, having the Mafia to operate through fear. How, you must have been a nervous wreck.
2: I was and I was, I realized I was going to die.
1: Where did you think you'd go if you died?
2: I knew I was going to hell. The devil was speaking to me.
1: Okay. So her sister-in-law gets saved becomes a believer in Jesus. So Karen, you're visiting your sister-in-law, and this one question changed your entire life. What was it?
2: Do you want Jesus to to help you? What was your first thought? I said, Jesus. Jesus. I said, why would he help me? She said, I'm sure he'll help you. Get get on your knees, knees because he'll hear you when you ask him into your heart. And me and my son, nine-year-old, dropped to our knees and asked him into our heart.
1: She shortly thereafter had an encounter with God and with Jesus. Tell me about that encounter.
2: It was just amazing. I've had a lot of encounters with the Lord since then. But that day, it's the Lord, I, I heard a voice and I saw a silhouette, and a silhouette of a man's face, and it was like a cloud, and I heard a voice say, my son wants you for a bride, and everything inside of me started melting, and it was just locking eyes with the Lord, and having all this love just pour through his eyes into you was just totally a transformation for me. Tell
1: me about being drenched in God's love.
2: Being drenched in God's love is like waterfalls of love washing over you, just unconditional love. And when it floods your body, it's like everything in your body responds. Everything in your body has peace. It, it's, it's like even your blood veins, uh, your, your bones, everything in you, everything in you, your hair, everything in you just responds to this love of God that drenches you, washes over you. Just unconditional power and love. This is available for everyone, everyone. I was nobody. I was a nothing. I was something Satan had thrown out. This love is for everybody.
1: All right. But she still has the mafia that's trying to kill her. But watch what God does when he stands up for one of his kids. Be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural! The Supernatural knows no bounds, and now there are no limits to equipping you to receive your Supernatural breakthrough anytime, any place. ISN, the It's Supernatural online network offers live streaming of programs 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right on your mobile devices or smart TVs. I love that I can watch my favorite shows anytime I want.
0: My workouts are out of the box, and so are my ISN podcasts.
1: Download the free ISN app today.
0: We now return to It's Supernatural.
1: Well, Karen, you're being bathed, drenched, I love that word, drenched daily in the love of God. Uh, Were you fearful of the Mafia, uh, listening to your conversations, following you everywhere, trying to poison you at that point?
2: No. I was laying on my bed meditating on just how beautiful and how good God was. I was no longer afraid of anything. I just wanted to keep being drenched by the love of God. And the Lord gave me a vision, and I saw the Lord, and He had these very large clopping shears, and He was cutting wires, and I knew that it was finished, that the Mafia would never follow me again. And that day there was a white van outside. A big guy got out of the van. He threw a football in the air. He said, touchdown, and they took the wires off my house.
1: I'll tell you what, if God is for you, who would dare be against you? So your son Blake prophesies to you one day and says, Mom, I think we should help the hungry, the starving, the needy people of the world. And that sounded right to you. Uh, And then you started moving in miracles. Tell me about the lady in the park that was dying from cancer.
2: Oh, it was just wonderful. Her name was uh, Mary, and she had cancer all over her. I think she had seven cancers, if I remember Mm. right. And the doctors told her there was no hope for her to not come back uh, anymore. And so I told her, I said, well, I serve Jesus. I said, cancer no problem for Jesus. And I said, let me pray for you. So I prayed for her and she said the next morning there was a lump on her and it was gone. So she went back to the doctor and it was so funny. She said they bought a new machine, $100,000. They couldn't figure out, thought there was something wrong with their equipment <laughs> and she was giggling. She says, now they want me in there all the time. They want to know what I'm eating and everything else. But she was a poor woman. They wanted nothing to do with her. Now the, now. The that the Lord was healing her and the cancer was getting smaller and smaller and smaller. She said they want her in there all the time. They're asking her all these questions. What are you doing? (laughs) What are you eating? I said, tell them Jesus.
1: So you get a call to go to Israel. Tell me briefly about that.
2: I got a, the call to go to Israel the first time with the Samuel Halls Bible College in Wales. The second time um, I was, every time I heard the word Israel, I would the Spirit of God would fall on me and it was like he gripped me and he told me, you must go to Jerusalem.
1: And you do that?
2: I did, faithful, of course.
1: And uh, then you were directed to a refugee camp in Jericho and you started going through Horrible persecution. What did they do to you? Because she's a witness. Tell me the type of persecution you went through.
2: Um, well, when I moved into the refugee camp, I was the only one in a Palestinian refugee camp. And it was a militant refugee camp. You know, the Israeli army tanks would come in, and there was, you know, it was very edgy during the Iraqi war. And so I'm in the camp talking about Jesus, and they blew up my car. They threw Molotovs through my windows. I mean, all kinds of things happened. They talked about me on the mosque. I mean, it was war. Did they talk about
1: you on the loudspeakers? I know they... Yes. They, what did they tell, t- say about you? They
2: said, uh, there's an American here going to steal our children, and they said, she's giving out food. Don't go there. And the more they spoke about me on the mosque, the bigger the crowds would get around our house. Well, tell me about the Muslim man that
1: had the incurable eye disease.
2: I remember this guy. I mean, he was just—we were trying to help him. He had ten children, and he come to me one time, and his eyes are all infected and running. And he Muhammad, says, "Muhammad's power is greater than Jesus." Than Jesus. And There's I thought, word well, word have Muhammad take care of you. And God. God. the Spirit of the Lord just gripped me, God. 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 and said, God. "You pray God. for him." And you tell him, if Muhammad's power is greater, he will never be healed. But if he, Jesus' power is greater, he'll be healed immediately. And so I prayed for him, and the next day he came, and his eyes were totally healed. You okay. can see
1: I
3: your God it. is healing. I you uh,
1: heal. Tell me about the last big fire bombing
2: this is fire number seven, like seven years of famine, seven fires. And so the fire came in, they used a hundred plastic chairs, put them up against the house and made an explosive that every window in the house blew out. When the, when the explosive went off. And I heard Thomas scream, fire. So the kids, I had two volunteers then, not many. Now we have, you know, closer to 50. But back then it was hard to have volunteers because the persecution was so high. And so they run out, and so I started crying out to the Lord. I said, Lord, What, around this mountain again, buying more furniture again, the house all full of flames. And I, at that point, I knew I could walk through fire and not get burnt. At that point, I mean, I was convinced God would rescue me, but I was tired of fires. And the Lord said to me, the Lord said, if you would just lift your hands in the air, and you will praise me, and you will give me glory." God said, I'll carry you into the next realm. And I told the kids, and they were worshipers, I said, come on, we got to worship. We got to praise the Lord. And we just lifted our hands in the air and began to praise. And I just want to say, if you're out there right now and you're just being crushed, every wall is giving in, if you would just give Him glory, if you would just lift your hands, and and praise him. God is going to carry you through.
1: You're doing such a marvelous job there that you get called to Jerusalem. What did the Israeli army say to you?
2: The Israeli army called me in after about five years. They said we've watched what you've done. They said when you first come into Jericho, we thought you were crazy, but they said you've accomplished much, and they said that terrorism has fallen in the city of Jericho. They said, there's 27 more refugee camps out there. We want you to move into Jerusalem and take an office in Jerusalem, because you're a partner with Israel.
1: Did they give you the office?
2: No, no. We rented the office, but they gave me a political status, and they registered us sovereignly as an NGO. All right.
1: Everything Now she's at the height of her ministry. She has success in this Palestinian, one Palestinian camp, Jericho. The Israeli army takes note of it and says, we want you to open up an office and manage over 20 Palestinian camps. Do the same thing. And so she, she's so excited. We'll be right back.
0: We'll be right back to It's Supernatural!
1: Uh, Karen, you are so transparent in this book. You told me that this book was prophesied, uh, pushing the pillars. You told me that the Lord wanted you to write this. Why do you believe God wanted this book written?
2: I believe the Lord wanted me to get this book written um, to touch the hearts of people out there. Uh, to let them know the least of these, those on the highway and byways, those that thought they could never do anything for God. God is going to use you. God is raising up an, an amazing army. And the three teaching
1: CDs called Breakthrough into the Supernatural, this package,
2: what do you hope to accomplish
1: when people listen to these three CDs?
2: When they listen to the three CDs, They're going to realize that, wow, if God did it for Karen Dunham, God's going to do it for me. It's going to encourage them. It's going to let them know that this is now. It's not next year. Some people have been waiting a long time to get out there and do something for God. And this will encourage them to get in position.
1: What type of feedback are you getting on people that are reading the book?
2: Sometimes people read it and they'll call me in Jerusalem. They'll say, I read it and I'm reading it again. Uh, most people that read it sit down and don't stop till they finish reading it, they just read it till it's finished. The book encourages them uh, that God is a supernatural God that walks with us. He talks to us. God is a God that isn't just with you once a week. God is with us every day. And the book will encourage you to get into the supernatural life and just live the life daily in the Spirit. We're coming
1: into a new season. Most prophetic people realize that in God. What difference will it make to the average, say, American Christian that reads this book? I have to tell you, Uh, Your book reads like the Book of Acts.
2: (laughs) It does, and our walk with God is like the Book of Acts. It's, I mean, it's a natural thing for people to come in, you pray for them, God heals them. This is just walking in the Spirit, letting God be the supernatural God in your life daily, watching God break through for you, trusting God, to open a door that has been closed. I mean, so many wonderful things happen when you just give everything to God, and the book will encourage you to do this.
1: I, I know few people that were as sabotaged as Karen was uh, with what she went through, and then when she experienced the acceptance, the love, and the supernatural outpouring of God's Spirit, I mean, when you got saved and then had that encounter with the Lord, uh, today do you experience that same flow of God's Spirit that you had for those first days when God was cleansing you?
2: I am so blessed that when the Lord just broke out and took me into uh, the secret place, the bridal chambers, He has just let me live a life in there. It's just, I have to have an encounter with God. I have to get up at the break of day and meet the king and just be filled with his love. And then it's off in the supernatural walk with the king. Uh, You
1: know, you're normal.
2: I want you to be normal, normal
1: as compared to the Bible. There is no higher adventure than serving God. As Karen just said, Karen was the least likely, and she knows it. But with someone yielding to God, the life goes from ordinary to supernatural. The life goes from religious to real. The life goes from adventure to adventure to adventure, glory To glory, to glory. The glory of God is on this end time teaching. Breakthrough into the supernatural. It's time for your breakthrough. Karen Dunham shares her amazing encounters with the living God and teaches you to begin your own journey of miracles. Order Karen's book, Pushing the Pillars, and her three CD teaching series, for an investment of 35 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. Once again, that's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at SidRoth.org. That's SidRoth.org. Be sure to ask for offer number 9379. Once again, offer number
0: We now return to It's Supernatural.
1: Okay, Ken, you're ready for the ministry of your life, what you're created for. I mean, the Israeli army wanted you to do the same thing you did in Jericho. You get back to your destiny. You're in Jerusalem. You're managing these Palestinian camps and then the persecution gets beyond the pale. They literally tried to kill her. Tell me about that day.
2: Well that was very recent, a year ago. Uh, They surrounded our church. Uh, They gassed us. They threw rocks through the window. Uh, Nine people got hurt.
1: This, This was the Palestinian militants.
2: Yes. In Jerusalem, Arab Israelis and some of the Palestinian militants from the West Bank. Uh, There was a weapons specialist that used to work for President Arafat. Uh, There was another few of the men that had been arrested by the Israeli army for previous uh, incidents. They wanted my building to make a mosque. And they just were relentless. I'm talking about four and a half months, of serious prosecution where I couldn't even step outside without them saying, we're going to kill you.
1: Okay. So you're in your church and they come up to you? Was it from behind? What did they do?
2: One morning I go outside and I'm feeling uh, that God's going to give me a breakthrough and I'm waving a flag that says Yeshua. It's Sunday morning, 10 o'clock, waiting for our service to start and people are coming in. And as I was walking towards our double doors, behind me the men charged me and just hit me from behind and fractured my wrist. And I, you know, I flipped into the air. My knee was cracked. I mean, I was bleeding in the face. I I don't remember exactly all that happened. All I remember is the initial impact.
1: And you told me you left your body.
2: Oh, for sure. I laid on the ground, and I left my body. I couldn't breathe. And I, I, all of a sudden, I'm just in the air with Jesus. I'm just in the air with Jesus. And I'm saying to the Lord, and I feel the Lord had put this in my heart, because afterwards I thought it was a strange thing to be praying about when there was no life in my body laying there in front of the church. But I began to tell the Lord, Lord, they're laughing at you. They're blaspheming you. I said, your enemies are mocking you. I said, I have no breath. I'm laying there like a piece of flesh. And it was a woman, in Israeli came out of the church, Kathy, she began to pray in tongues. And then I heard a heavenly choir. I just hear this angel singing, and, and it was just so beautiful. And next thing I know, it was like a lightning bolt hit me. The breath of God comes back in me, and I'm on my feet. I really felt like I shot into the air, but I'm standing on the earth and I tell my secretary, give me the flag. And I didn't even know my wrist was fractured. And I began to wave the flag wildly. I mean they were watching and I was just waving this flag in front of their cameras, you know, just screaming, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. But
1: then a group of Chinese came to Israel and they had these big drums. And when they, how long did they play these drums?
2: 72 hours.
1: And at the end of 72 hours, and this wasn't just drums, this was spiritual warfare uh, at the highest level. What happened at the end of 72 hours?
2: Well it was so wonderful because when they arrived they said, Pastor Kieran, we know how to fight the dragon. <laughs> and they just beat those drums for three days and prophesied. And I felt it in the spirit, Sid, I just all of a sudden felt a flood of peace and I knew the stronghold had fallen.
1: I believe that if you pray for people right now to be drenched in the love of God, it's going to change your life. I believe that. Pray.
2: Holy and Righteous Father, we just thank you. We boldly come to the throne of grace. And Lord, we come for all of these out here that are so thirsty, God. Lord, these that are out there that have never really known love, God, those that just need this unconditional love, to drench them, to pour over them, to transform their lives. Lord, there's so many out there, God, and I just ask, God, your mercy triumphs judgment, God. I ask that you just break through today, God, and drench those that are out there, God. They've waited so long for you, God. Drench them with those rivers, those waterfalls of love, God. I have a vision. I have a vision right now of a waterfall just coming your way, just coming your way, just waterfalls, just rivers coming your way. This is your time for love.
1: Some of you just experienced being drenched in God's love, and some of you don't know or have intimate knowledge of God. This is your moment. You felt his presence. Now say with your mouth, repeat after me, Dear Jesus, forgive me of all of my sins. I'm sorry. I believe your love washes away my sins and makes me clean. And now that I am clean, Jesus, come inside of me. I make you Lord of my life. Amen.
3: Karen Dunham knows firsthand what it's like to live through hopelessness and despair, only to be supernaturally rescued by God and put onto the path of her God-given destiny. Since then, her life has been full of adventure as she provides humanitarian aid and spreads the gospel in Israel. She has received death threats. She has been bombed out of three separate homes and has had her car blown up. But even in the midst of such opposition, God has protected and provided for her and her ministry. Now she wants to impart to you how to experience your point of Breakthrough and walk in the supernatural of God every day. Call now and get Karen Dunham's Keys to an Open Heaven Package, which includes her powerful book, Pushing the Pillars, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching, Breakthrough to the Supernatural, exclusive for our It's Supernatural! audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number
2: 9379. Those that thought they could never do anything for God, God is going to use you. Through her book, Pushing the Pillars, you will experience a
3: radical encounter with God and experience His overwhelming love every day. Begin to walk in holy boldness to effectively reach your loved ones, friends, and even strangers with the gospel. Understand how to unleash God's power when you begin to praise God even in the midst of your greatest trial. Understand how to move in divine healing and the miraculous as you step out to fulfill your God-given destiny and purpose. Obtain an impartation to never settle for your circumstance and never give up until God gives you your breakthrough, your healing, and your miracle. Through her three-part audio CD teaching series, Breakthrough to the Supernatural, Karen wants you to experience your point of breakthrough. Discover that moment where your life is completely altered by God. Begin living in and walking out your God-given destiny. Be encouraged and empowered to receive your supernatural breakthrough, even in the darkest times.
2: When they listen to the three CDs, they're going to realize if God did it for Karen Dunham, God's going to do it for me, and this will encourage them to get in position. Karen
3: will pray for you to have the encounters with God that will bring the divine favor, supernatural provision, healings, and miracles you have been waiting to receive. I want you to be
1: normal, normal as compared to the Bible. There is no higher adventure than serving God. With someone yielding to God, the life goes from ordinary to supernatural. The life goes from religious to real. The life goes from adventure to adventure to adventure. Glory to glory to glory. The glory of God is on this end time teaching. It's time
3: for your prayer. Don't miss out on getting Karen Dunham's Keys to an Open Heaven Package, which includes her powerful book, Pushing the Pillars, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching, Breakthrough to the Supernatural, exclusive for our It's Supernatural audience, yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9379. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number number 9379 or log on to sidroth.org call or write today next week on it's supernatural
1: there are many believers that are under attacks of loneliness under attacks of depression under attacks of fear there's so many areas once you can identify that these attacks are demonic, you can throw them out the window every time. You ready?
3: Your gifts to this ministry will help Sid air It's Supernatural! in Israel 28 times a week and distribute his evangelistic book to the Jewish people worldwide.